stand up for the adventure pledge, law, and song. ask that you remain standing for now the Pathfinder Pledge, Law, and Song.
You can sit down. <coughs> Today's offering is for the local conference advance. Deuteronomy 8, verse 18. But remember the day, your, remember the Lord your God, for it is he who gives you the ability to produce wealth, and so confirms his covenant, which he swore to your ancestors, as it is today. We worship God with our resources because he gives us the power to produce wealth. The parable of the talents tells us the story of the three servants who received a share of their master's property, and their reports about how they used to produce more wealth. The three servants had in this in common. They faithfully returned to the master what belonged to him. However, the first did something in addition. They produced wealth within what they had received, and they were rewarded for that practice, as God promises the ability to produce wealth. To all his servants, it is unfortunate that the third servant failed in this area and was deprived of his master's reward. As believers, we are responsible for what we have received and what we can produce. Today, through our faithful giving, we are a source of our blessing. This week, we worship our tithe and regular offerings. Let us reflect and pray on how to become a greater blessing by growing our resources to their real potential. Dukins, can you, Dukins, can you please stand? May I now pray for um, the offering? Dear Jesus, please bless this offering and make it help those in need. Amen.
we are going to be reading Ephesians 2.10. For we are God's handiwork created in Christ Jesus to do good works which God in, in with which God prepared in advance for us to do. Those who are able to kneel, please kneel. Dear Heavenly Father, as we come to you right now, please help that this service may go well and that we may learn from the sermon today. And please help us to all have a good day. In your name I pray, amen. Good morning, everyone. In the program, it says that Jason Holloway is doing this part. However, he's not feeling that great. So I am here instead. Um, not all of our staff is able to join us today for sickness and whatnot. 
We are um, so grateful for our staff, and I hope you notice some of our staff welcoming this morning, our Adventure and Pathfinder staff. I hereby proclaim the induction ceremony of the Lake City Pathfinder Club to be called to order and declared in session. For the light of our program, we now turn to the spirit of pathfindering. If we can dim the lights a little bit for this part, please. The candle which I will now light represents this spirit of pathfindering, which is the essence of pathfindering. It is the spirit of achievement, adventure, awakening and awareness, the spirit of beauty, blessing, commitment, camaraderie, camaraderie and consecration, the spirit of dedication, duty, energy and enthusiasm, but above all, it is the spirit of reverence and the spirit of service to God and man. But this light is of itself not complete nor sufficient. To introduce the complimentary lights, I now call on the assistance of our staff. So as you can see, we've got multiple candles here, but for our group this year, we're only lighting two candles because our, we have two groups of kids who are doing their part. So I call on Mrs. Kifuk. The Pathfinder Friend Class is a, is a course of study in spiritual awareness, intellectual learning, manual skills, physical fitness that will enable the young Pathfinder to be a better neighbor in the church and the community, and a friend of God throughout, the, throughout eternity. And the color that represents our Friends Class is the blue, so she's going to light the blue candle off our Spirit of Pathfindering candle. I now ask Carlos Avalar to come to speak on behalf of the Rangers class. The Pathfinder Ranger class is a course of study including spiritual, mental, manual, and physical development that will lead the Pathfinder to new areas of discovery in the natural world together with new and deeper spiritual understanding that will open the way to greater happiness and genuine fulfillment. And the Rangers class is represented by the silver candle, so he will be lighting the silver candle. So these candles represent all the good and noble achievements and learning which are embodied in the Pathfinder program. They symbolize both the high ideals for which Pathfindering stands and the growth and achievement that each Pathfinder will experience as a member of the Pathfinder Club. The candidates pledge to keep the morning watch, which means that they will have prayer and personal Bible study each day. Do their honest part, which means that by the power and the grace of God, they will do their share of the work at hand and will always be there when others may need their help. Care for their bodies, which means that they will be temperate in all things. They will never put anything harmful into their body and will always strive to stay physically fit. Keep a level eye, which means that they will not lie, cheat, or deceive, will always avoid dirty talk or evil thinking, 
and will be mindful to expose their mind and senses only to that which is true, noble, just, pure, lovely, and of good report. Be courteous and obedient, which means that they will always be kind and thoughtful toward other people, reflecting the love of Jesus in all their dealings and association with others. Walk softly in the sanctuary, which means that they will always be quiet and reverent in church and during any and all devotional exercises or worship services. Keep a song in my heart, which means that they will always be cheerful and happy so that the influence of their life will always be like rays of sunshine to others. Go on God's errands, which means that they will always be ready to tell other people about Jesus and will always seek to go about doing good to others, just as Jesus did. We will now have the solemn privilege of lighting an individual candle for our new members. So will um, Robbie please stand and come and light a candle off the blue. He is our friend for this course, for this year. We welcome Robbie. If I could get... Carlos Avalar helped by putting a neckerchief on this young man. So Carlos is a master guide, and we are so fortunate to have three master guides as part of our club. We have Carlos Avalar and um, uh, Olina Logan, who's unable to be here today, and Anne Gayton. All right, Robbie's now inducted into Pathfinders. We now call up Karis, and she is in the Rangers class. If she could please come and light the silver candle, I mean her white candle off the silver candle. And please remain, because Mr. Avalar will also give you your neckerchief. Thank you. I now ask all our Pathfinder, and welcome Karis, you are now inducted into our Pathfinder Club. Can I ask all our Pathfinders to stand? I also ask that anyone in the audience who has ever been in Pathfinders to please stand. So Karis and Robbie, your light is now added to the other lights already burning brightly in our club, in our church, and across the land. Because remember that Pathfinders is a worldwide ministry. And um, every five years, there's actually even a meeting of all worldwide clubs in the U.S. I solemnly charge you in the presence of these witnesses to let your light shine before others in the spirit of Pathfinding, that all may see your good works and may glorify our Father who dwells in heaven. Please, um, you may all sit down 
and please bow your heads with me as we pray for our Pathfinders. Dear Father in heaven, we just want to thank you for the blessing of having a Pathfinders Club in our church. We pray that you would be with all the staff. Thank you for all those who are willing to commit their time every week to um, help our Pathfinders learn new things, to um, talk about you, and to learn more about you. And we pray that you would be with the rest of our service. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Happy Sabbath. So I stand here representing the Lake City Adventure Club. So today we will not be having uh, induction because all our members are already inducted. However, I just want to share something with you. Our Adventure Club this year includes Yon Beswick, Nadia, Olena, Angelina, Louise, and myself. We have two eager beavers, two sunbeam, and three builders. We are still accepting new members, so if you are interested or if know someone, you can contact anyone of our staff members. Also, I would like to share two quotes by Ellen G. White. If we are connected with God, the source of peace and light and truth, his spirit will flow through us a channel to refresh and bless all around us. Our high, and that's taken from our high calling. Another one says, let us withhold nothing from him who gave his precious life for us. Let us all consecrate to God the, prop, the property he has entrusted to us. Above all, let us give him ourselves a free will offering. Thank you. The induction ceremony is ended, and we will now have our sermonette by Nia. We are so fortunate and excited that she is doing the sermon for us today. Good morning and happy Sabbath, everyone. Today is an especially exciting day because it's Pathfinders and Adventures Day. So I have, a, hopefully I have a very interesting topic that I want to share with all of you today that also connects how we can all be Pathfinders and Adventures molded and shaped by God. But before we begin, let's all bow our heads for prayer. Our Father in heaven, thank you so much for this wonderful Sabbath day that we all can, can come together and worship and praise you, Lord. I want to uplift the uh, pathfinders and adventurers today. Lord, bless them and use them to be your instruments. And I also pray that you take my lump of clay and mold me and my words so that what I say may not be from my mouth, but from yours only. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Jeremiah 18's prophecy occurred approximately in 605 BC. It was a frightening, hopeless, and restless time in Israel. God's people found themselves in situations where they can probably be thinking, where is our God? So he gave them the answer in what we would call a figurative language. The word which came to Jeremiah from the Lord, saying, 
Arise and go down to the potter's house, and there I will cause thee to hear my words. So this reminds me of a verse in Isaiah 64, verse 8, which says, Thou art the potter, and we are the clay. So in my understanding, God is the potter, and we are the clay, and so the potter places the clay in his hands. To understand this, I want to walk you through the potter's house. So the first thing that the potter does is called the wedging of the clay. This is after he sifts out the dirt and takes out everything. What the wedging is, is basically removing air bubbles to obtain a uniform consistency so that it can become stronger for when it is ready to mold. Now the hands of the potter are strong and firm. While this is happening, the potter is thinking, what can I make of this clay? And once the clay is completely wedged, it is thrown onto the center of the wheel. Water is applied to the clay, and the forceful hands of the potter is working to make sure that the clay is centered on the wheel. Because if the clay isn't centered, then it will start shaking, and he can't form it into what he wants the clay to be. So we are today, we need to be centered on the wheel in order for God to work in us to make us something that he sees fit. The only way the molding can happen is if the clay submits. So we, as clay, we must be still in order for the potter to work in us. Now once he does that, he then creates what we call an opening or a hole into, inside the clay. Now that the clay is centered on the wheel, an opening in the heart is created within the clay. And once the opening is created, he does something a little different. He starts to do what is called pulling. This is how the pot grows. From the center, the inside hand puts pressure against the outside hand. So the inside hand represents God working inside of us, and the outside hand represents God shaping and directing our daily lives. How do we respond to our daily challenges? How do we love, forgive, share, sacrifice when someone hurts us, talks bad about us, lies to us, and maybe causes drama and tension? With all these life pressures, how, can, how do we behave with these hands on us? God just keeps stretching and pulling us. And sometimes we say, well, guess what, Potter? I don't want you, I don't want you to pull me anymore. I'm just going to shake around. I don't want to stand still and let you work in me. I'm going to take things into my own hands and move around. There's a quote that says, we are in a shaking time. A time when everything that can be shaken will be shaken. And when we give in, then guess what? We become marred in the potter's hands. And just like this, Israel became marred. Jeremiah 18 verse 4, And the vessel he made of clay was marred into the hands of the potter. How many times have we become disobedient to God? How many times has God called us to serve and to love unconditionally, to give sacrificially, to forgive, and yet we continue to do what we want? Going after the things that we see fit for ourselves. But there is something important about, the, about what the potter does. Even though the clay doesn't cooperate, he doesn't throw it away. So what the potter does with that same clay that is hurt and deformed in his hand, he begins a new work within it again. 
And there's a song, I want to read a part of this to you because it relates so much to this. The lyrics, it says, Empty and broken, I came to him. Vessel unworthy, so scarred with sin. But he did not despair, he started over again. And I blessed the day that he didn't throw the clay away. Now the potter takes the clay puts it upside down, and starts to trim the excess to prepare it for the next process. You see, sometimes we get all this extra stuff happening, and we're not balanced. And the potter says, I've got to balance you. You have some clay in your life that I have to remove. Israel partic participated in lawlessness, adultery, idol worship, and overall rebellion against God. He says, this clay has got to go. So whatever it may be for us, whether it be pleasure or habits, friends and plans, if that is in the way of our relationship between God, he says, I need you to be centered in me. And in order for me to develop you, I need to get rid of this extra clay. So once the potter removes the excess clay, he does something special. He puts his name on you. He seals you. Have you ever been on the highway and seen a Jeep? Jeep are just my favorite cars, so I just put it up there. Um, how do you know it's a Jeep? Because the significant emblem, Mustang, Toyota, Tesla, whatever it may be, you know it by their seal. The same is it with, is it with us. It needs to be seen through our devotion, our action, our daily lives, that we are Christians, that we are his. So while the potter is working on the pottery, sometimes it feels like things are going easy, but then trials happen. The pottery is put inside what is called a kiln, the oven, the fire. And it's placed there because clay, if you put water into it just like that, it will just disintegrate. It's not, it's not done yet. You have to go through the fire to prove that you're ready. Now the temperature on this thing can go up to 2,000 or more degrees Fahrenheit, and that's that's really hot. We're in the fire, and sometimes when these trials happen, we start to doubt God. Where are you, Lord? Don't you see that I'm burning? Jeremiah 29 verse 10 says, For thus saith the Lord, that after 70 years be accomplished at Babylon, I will visit you and perform my good word towards you, in causing you to return to this place. So the children of Israel were in the fire for 70 years. It's getting hotter and hotter, and God says, stay in the fire. The fire can get so hot that us, as the pottery, can feel like we're going to break. They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. So whether it be 50, 60, 70 years, I'm going to stay in that fire with Jesus because he is going to come through. God wants to see how our faith is when everything is broken. He wants to see that we can be trusted not to walk away from him when we feel like we're about to break. And the Bible also says, my brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various trials. Amen? I want to take a quick look at our scripture reading. For we are his workmanship, created in Jesus Christ for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. The way God molds us may be painful, and there will be many trials along the path. Jesus said he will be there for us, but he never said that it would be easy. But what is God preparing for us? To walk in the path that God has prepared beforehand, that we may, what everybody? Walk in it. 
What is the meaning of pathfinders? It's in the name itself, the pathfinders. There are so many paths that you can choose from. Why does God need us to have such a follow a specific one? It doesn't even look comfortable. The road is narrow. The trials are hard. But the reward is great. To close, I have an illustration that might help you understand this better. Now, I know my mug isn't as pretty as the ones up there, but this is just for illustration purposes only. So just imagine that I'm having a conversation with this mug. I say, you're so beautiful. And it says, no, no, I wasn't always this way before. Before, I was just a lump of clay. A man with dirty, wet hands grabbed me and started to work on me. And I screamed, stop, stop. And the man with the dirty hands said, no, not yet. And he kept punching and poking me. And it hurt, and I screamed, stop, stop. And he started to mold me and shape me. And I said, no more, I don't want this. Like many of us, we can't see the end. And the moment is so painful, we ask God to stop when he isn't done working in us. It got worse, the mug said. He placed me into a fire, and it was so hot, I started to, to cough and choke, and I said, stop. But the man with the dirty hands said, not yet. He took me out, and he handed me to a beautiful lady, and he said, paint this. And the lady started to paint me in these beautiful colors, but the fumes were choking me, and I said, stop. And she said, not yet. She gave me back to the potter, and he puts me back into the fire. It gets hotter and hotter, worse than before, and I started to scream, stop, stop. And when I thought I was about to break and collapse, I realized it was getting cooler and cooler. The potter took me out and placed me by this window. I looked at myself in the reflection of the window, and I realized how beautiful I am, what the potter made me to be compared to what I was before. So God can take my simple lump of clay. He can take your simple lump of clay, and we can allow God to make something beautiful in us. The process may be painful, but we are safe in the potter's hands. Amen. Amen. As a master guy and as a BC conference representative for this ministry, I now declare the Lake City Adventurer and Pathfinder Club inducted for the year 2022-2023. May God bless you all. We are going to finish singing this hymn number 567. Could you please stand up? <laughs> 